We're back. You thought you were rid of us. Well, hey, I, I thought we were rid of us. <laughs> nope. Nope. Here we are. Turns out there's at least one more episode of Grey's Anatomy made than I was hoping for. Yeah, sorry, John. You didn't get the last word with your solo show. Welcome to A Hard Gray's Night. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm Mick Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> and we're back. You guys, it's September yeah. 2016. Yeah, you know, unless, uh, here's the thing. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you might not have known. Because <laughs> I don't think we ever announced uh, that we decided to take August off because we just had an incredibly hectic schedule. <laughs> And we just didn't have time. Uh, Sparky is also here. Uh, he just, you may not Hello, have heard I'm him, here. but he just tried to bite me. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah. Basically, we, we we took the month off. And we announced it on Twitter and nowhere else. We didn't announce it anywhere on our other on our other podcast. Uh, but, nope. um Yeah. But anyway, you know, actually, this episode uh, is kind of a reunion special for our other podcast. Sure is. Uh, so, um, getting down to brass tacks... Today, uh, we returned to Grey's Anatomy with... Season 2, season episode 4. Season 2, episode 4. Deny, Why? deny, deny. I feel like we might have missed an episode, by the way, honey. Uh-uh, we didn't. Are you sure? Yep, I'm positive. Make Me Lose Control? Do you remember Make yep, Me Lose Control? Yep, we did. We did Make Me Lose Control, remember? Okay. Remember we did that one? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Rem- remember Who now? Who sang the song? Uh, I thought it was Eric Harmon. Oh, was it Eric Harmon? Make me lose control. You don't remember? God, I don't remember this at all. We totally It's sung did. by Eric Carmen, but I, I, you know, like, I, you know what? Maybe we did this. Maybe we didn't. Who cares? You know what? If this is, if it turns out we didn't do this, uh, let us know and maybe we'll go back and record the episode because I feel like the last episode we did was 202. No, we did. Are you sure we didn't watch the episode and never record? Well, that would be really embarrassing if we did. Yeah, let's, hey, let's, let's see if I'm embarrassed or you're embarrassed. Let me find my phone real quick. I don't, wait, are we really doing this yeah, live do, do, on the podcast? We're live on the podcast because this is great. Because all the people want to know just how, 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 how wrong Mick we shambles are. we actually are. Oh my are. God, let's find out total oh my God. let's see if, let's see who's right and who's wrong i, th- I mean i remember watching it so i'm Indeed. assuming we actually did it oh we so didn't oh maybe that's what i was thinking when i was you like, know what we never rewatched it this is why i was like what the hell no, remember how i was so surprised the gang no, was we pres- pregnant it. no we watched it because i have notes on it remember, when, totally I was so, wa- remember when i was so surprised yang was pregnant no, 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 no. and then you were like she's not pregnant anymore and i was like wait, wait yang's not pregnant hold on I have notes on this episode. No, you don't. Yes, I actually do. I, don't. I do. Let's you have notes here. on this episode. What? We just didn't record it. That's all that happened. Trust me. Uh, uh, let me see. Where are my episode notes? I yeah. swear I saw them earlier. Nope. No. no, I do. I have. I no. swear I have notes. No, this never happened. No, you're such a liar. This never happened. Did you, do, did you delete them out of here? What did you do? never happened. Up totally, oh, there they are. There they are. I just no found them. Way. Yes. No, we watched it. I swear. Look. What look. Season hell? two, episode three. Oh Yang and Gray running and jogging. This is great. Derek in the elevator. Leather hat. Rude oh wait, yeah. I do have notes. We have. Yeah. I have all the patients. Hey, do you want to? Hey, do you want to do a double episode? <laughs> we could. We 
it's oh my god, let's good. totally do it. But we're not rewatching. We're just gonna go off our notes and oh let's. Oh god, this let, is, let, I have no see. notes. I have like very little notes. Oh, you know, we get the we get the wiki. Let's do this. We'll okay. do a double. We're doing oh a double god, size episode, y'all. On All right, the so fly. so the Eric. So so episode three was make me lose control. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I yeah, we, we did <laughs> listen to that awful song. It's got a terrible song. Let's start with that terrible song. Well, okay, but I have nostalgia for that song. Nobody cares. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, but no, seriously, look, Eric Carmen was great in the Raspberries. Uh, go your go all the way is one of the greatest power pop songs I, ever written. I His had, solo career is, is I did basically a lot of, like Satan took a shit I did in my a, heart. I did a lot of um, <laughs> creating uh, dances in my um, foyer. We call that a foyer down south, you communist. In the foyer with my friends the in, eighth, in eighth grade when we were four, 13, 14 years old. And we used to, I still remember some of the dance moves to make me lose control. Right. Renee, uh, Renee, if you're listening. She's not. You don't know. Honey, re- remember when was, we used to do that? That was our song. As we know, everyone's dead. If you, if you haven't talked to her in a while, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is Grey's Anatomy. She probably died. Okay, you know. Oh, so anyway, our, it's now we're now doing season two, episode three. Oh God! First, it, make me lose control. Holy crap! Um, y'all go make me lose control. Up, up in, in here, here, up in here. Oh my God! Uh, it's originally dated October ninth, two thousand five. <laughs> written by Krista Vernoff and directed by Adam Davison. And let's find out what this episode was about. <laughs> the most shambolic thing we've ever oh done God, and I love it. Shambolastic. Okay, so um okay, so we apparently according to my notes we begin with with a jogging yang. Jogging and she wants to kill Meredith, which is the best plan. Yang and Gray are both jogging. Yeah, and, and, and again, Yang wants to kill Meredith, which is a good plan. That's we always all, a good plan. We all say that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, then Weber and Derek are in the elevator and well, Weber, well, but, but, Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. I'm gonna say this right now. Meredith talks, starts talking about how uh, fer- mentioning ferry boats. She mentions ferry boats again, oh. and how Derek has ruined is ruining ferry boats for her. How oh, dare she? You know, Der- Derek, who you know, the, the longtime New Yorker and you know, and also outdoorsman Derek, mm-hmm. who yes. who loves ferry boats. So the once again, the love triangle, quadrangle, the love rhombus. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Are you really going to go through the entire wiki to get us through this? this no, is be a long these are from my notes, you jerk. Oh, okay. My notes is ferry boats again. Derek is ruining them for her. <laughs> See, okay. and then uh, oh, and, and we've moved on to uh, Alex and Izzy becoming pals, um, right? And I think this is where, yes. um, yeah, uh, I have Weber and Derek in, their, in the elevator, and we- and Weber's wearing a leather hat to try to ho- yeah. specifically. It's to- not a fedora; it's a trilby. He's, <laughs> he's wearing to- an MRA hat. He's trying <laughs> a to cover one. up his uh, uh, surgery scar. Yeah, his brain, his brain surgery, his scars. brain scar. His brain. He got a bi- he's got a big old scar arcing across his, which will come up in the next episode. I actually stopped Allie and said. Is he still got a brain surgery scar? Because that was like months ago. And then I realized it was only months ago because it's been months since, since we've, we've actually watched, watched Grey's an Anatomy. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, the chief is wearing a leather MRA trilby. Uh, so, oh, and know. then this is a weird moment. This is a weird thing that happens. Not all gamers. This is a weird moment that happens. Uh, the rear doors of the elevator open, which they almost never use. Oh, and, yeah. and Wall And Kate Walsh... Um, because Kate Walsh's job in the in this season is to show, show up, up through inappropriate places, seriously, and say very inappropriate things. Very interesting. <laughs> Which I, I love her for. I, oh like, yeah. This she's, rewatch. She's I'm delightful. gonna say this right now. This rewatch. I love Kate Walsh so much more. We love Kate than Walsh. I did the first time. I don't think I cared either way about Kate Walsh the first time around, but I'm loving her here, and maybe it's because she makes Meredith suffer so oh, very much. She really does. And I you will know. also say that you know anybody who is 
a Chicago actress, and as we've said in the past, can coffee act? I'm in. Yeah, she coffee can coffee, coffee act. Co- coffee, coffee act. cup act. act. Well, you probably, she probably can Coffee act, act too. Yeah, she's probably, she's probably that good act, too. You know, like, Kate you know, Walsh, like, you're and, awesome. And so anyway, so she's stepping into like replace a maternity doctor, according to my notes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, like, uh, because... Like a short term. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and it, it like, uh, so yeah, it's like uh, the pa- we have a patient, uh, Mr. Gaston. Uh-huh. Who's uh, in, he inhaling? He, he basically has been inhaling dry cleaning products over the years. Yes, that I have down yes. here. Um, I don't He's remember. He's Burke's patient. Burke's patient. And because, Yang because, is on the case. But it actually affects his heart. Like, is, is this actually a Burke? Is this actually an appropriate Burke case? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, yeah, lung we've, we've, lung cancer. We've been getting to to more appropriate ones. I feel after, like, the first, I feel like, after the first couple of episodes, they did, did get their medicine yeah. together. Yeah, he's they got, got the medicine yeah. together. Right. Yeah. It's it's like basically he's got lung cancer mm-hmm. uh, because yeah the like and they're they're coming in to, for a lung resection I believe. Yep. Um, and yeah and, and again I, I was stunned as I was stunned to learn that Yang was no longer pregnant. <laughs> She's not. She At is this point, pregnant. Yang's pregnant. She's still pregnant. Still pregnant after all. Oh, episode three and season two episodes, and then Ellis shows up. Yeah, El- yes. And she's instantly a bitch. No, Ellis has been there. Yeah, no. Has Ellis been there? Yes, honey. You're way. You gotta. You gotta understand that Ellis has been there. El- Ellis was brought into the hospital with diarrhea. I think no. El- I think Ellis shows up in this one. Like this is the first time she's come to the hospital. No way, really. Yeah, honey. I know it feels like she's been there for months, but again. We haven't actually seen the show. Wait a minute. You might be right, but I am totally it right. Totally doesn't feel that right. Yeah, it feels totally wrong. No, it is. No, it's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's totally right. All right. Yeah. Basically, yeah. This is because this is when she she calls she calls uh, George Thatch later in the episode. Yeah, that's right. This is the episode. This where is she, that episode. Yeah. So yeah, and, and 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 seriously, I will say this about Ellis. Like one one, she's a massive mega bitch, and okay, she's got Alzheimer's. I pity her for her for her losing her once brilliant mind, but when she had her once brilliant mind, she's an awful mega bitch. She's yeah. one of the major reasons Meredith is terrible. Okay, the, Ellis is terrible. Let's 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 take down the bitch word. Okay, let's well, just pull that sucker down. Okay? okay, fine. She's a terrible human being. That's fine. Who deserves to die? Horribly. I, I wouldn't say that either. Come on, jeez, come on, let's stop this. No, no, she doesn't deserve to die. Her, her biggest sin was bringing Meredith into the world. We no, all... but she's but she's she's a major shaping force in why Meredith is terrible. Yes, Ellis is terrible. Ellis yes. is an awful person. She's... You understand why Meredith is terrible because you need well, Ellis. Meredith is still more terrible than I. Yeah, you know, like I, I know a lot of people with terrible, overbearing mothers. And that, then there's know. the and then there's the blushing girl. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Who's the who's who's uh, Shepherd's patient? Oh, I think I've got I. I did I skip her? Or are we before or after this? I don't um, know. With with, I was very. I, I know at one point I was very mad, very mad at Bailey. Oh yeah, for, why? Uh, because she said Doctor Shepherds talking about a group of them. Whenever everyone knows the plural is Doctors Shepherd, Mix Dreamy, Mix <laughs> you know? Dreamy, the many many Dreamies of Mix, the many 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 Dreamies. Oh yeah, because we yeah. I, this is where I started making notes. Yeah, we've got Yang and Burke is chest. Alex is blush. Blushing girl. George is Ellis. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Izzy is with. Uh, she's also on the on the um, on with with uh, Derek Shepard. Yeah, she's with Shepard, but with, she's in the Alex. NICU. Yes, she's in the NICU with yes. the, with oh, the no, kid. Oh uh, no, she's with right. She's with so she's with um, not Derek. She's with uh, Montgomery. Or no, with Doctor Shepard. Addison Montgomery Shepard. Why would yeah? Because why would why would why would her why name would Derek be, be with a baby? <laughs> Oh, why would her name be easier to say? Oh my God! We yeah. Can we, wait, wait till we go to the next episode oh when we start God. talking about the stupid patient name. All right, let's get through this one kind of quickly. Yeah, we're gonna get through games okay. again. Gangbusters. Yeah, I, 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 let's go through my notes here. Okay. At one point, Derek is being a bigger baby than his patient. Normal. Uh, yeah, like 
And we get it. The patient is a metaphor. What was the patient a metaphor for? Let's see. Oh, because it wasn't supposed to, remember, it wasn't supposed to survive and Addison didn't want to. Um, oh, she'd want to let go of the baby, yeah. and Derek was like, "You gotta, gotta let, let go, go, Addison." And it was so heavy-handed and so annoying. Yeah, it was annoying. Uh, the chief, you know, is uh, his. He moved his black duck to a different wall in his office, so it would be in the back of the shot again. Which was nice of him because that was annoying. Yeah. We missed it for a while. And I, I have it down here, and I'm not sure why. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can skim to the, uh, you know, to the part of the page. I have. This is the episode where the basically the chief becomes the chief. And I'm trying to figure oh. out why it's the episode where the chief becomes the, the chief. chief. Um, is, is it because he basically tells everyone what to do in a serious way? Uh, you know, I don't... He makes... Um, he, I know he makes George basically follow Ellis around. Like, yeah. You know, George has to sort of babysit Ellis yeah. because he doesn't want to... Yeah, I think, he, I, I think he shuts him down really hard yeah. whenever he whines about it. Yeah. And man, George is really whiny about this. I don't blame him because like yeah. George gets dehumanized. The, the, basically, both the episodes we're covering, George gets super yeah. dehumanized. Because just, it's, just suffice it to say that George basically has to babysit Ellis Gray. And so he doesn't get to be on surgeries. He doesn't get to do the work. Right. He's and, actually there to be in school, and, like an, a, yeah. a job for. And the, and the worst part of it, and, and we wonder why... It, why is it that the chief is doing to this to this poor young what, man? What, what? And and also also even worse. And this is funny because you know, we know going forward uh you know, we 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 will eventually see this character, but according to Ellis Gray, George look like Ellis Gray thinks George is her husband and she keeps her, kicking her, ex-husband. her ex-husband. Yeah. You know, the you know, the the man she left basically. Meredith's father. Meredith's Meredith's father. Thatcher, Thatch Thatcher, Gray. Thatch Gray, which you I'm know. sorry, but somebody with the name of Thatch, it just makes Fuck me think you. of the vaginas, you know. Oh, stop that. That's gross. Lots of Thatch. Can't you think of Trogdor like a normal person? Trogdor. Yeah, but, but so, so like, but here's the thing. We know later that Thatcher Gray will be played by Jeff Perry, you know, Steppenwolf co-founder. Okay. And, you know, he also plays that, that the gay operative in uh, Scandal, which I've never can, even seen an can episode we just, of. Can we just have a little But Jeff Perry part. looks nothing like T.R. Knight. Can we just have a moment? Jeff Perry looks like but a deflated no, beanbag chair. But they have, they have similar, like, physical affect. I guess, I guess that they're both, like, they're well, they both play an incredibly nebbishy, slurring, stumbling character yeah. who never does anything right. And is, you know, like, I get it. He, he is a Thatcher Gray type. Yeah. It, well, more sober, which is weird because he's Irish, but uh-huh. more sober, uh-huh. you know. Don't give me that look. Uh-huh. The Irish like their booze. But it's, it's They're very, ditch diggers. Those of you drinkers. who do watch Scandal <laughs> and have seen um, Jeff Perry, he plays um, Cyrus Bean in um, Scandal, and he's also Thatcher Gray in Grey's Anatomy. Cyrus Bean and Thatcher Gray? Yeah. Cyrus Bean sounds like a crazy old baseball player from 1905. Um, you... You can see the brilliance of what a good actor Jeff Perry is. Yeah, he's not he's in this episode. He's not in this episode, so why don't we wait until I, we see him? But I just him? have to say He's a it. very good actor. I just... He comes from a strong theater I have, background. I Again, have love for him. He is the... He is arguably the least successful of the three founding members. How is that even career, possible? Career-wise, no, he's, uh, he's the least famous of the three founding members of uh, Steppenwolf. Um, I guess. I mean, I guess well, all right, all right. Well, maybe, maybe right. Terry Kinney's also not super famous either. All right, basically, Sinise is the only super famous founder of uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah. But, um, but, but I'm, Terry, I'm drawing little hearts on my chest I, right now. Yes. But Jeff Perry kind of looks like he could play maybe Peter Falk in the TV movie about Colum- about the making of Columbo because he's not quite quite like movie star level Peter Falk, you know. You mean in Grey's Anatomy? In Grey's Anatomy, yeah. But you because he kind of has like a lazy eye and like it looks really rumpled. 
he does not look rumpled in in scandal. I know he's fabulous in scandal, but like he's like he looks rumpled as all get out in, the, in this in this. Well, he's, well, he's a good actor. He, he's he's like, a very good actor. Anyway, basically, yes, thank you. Anyway, we so anyway everyone like Mara, he's also in Lost. Yeah, was he? Yes, I don't remember him. Did Ooh. they find him? <laughs> um, so basically, we like. At one point, Ellis blows up, blows up oh at uh, at Meredith in front of everyone. Yes, and everyone gets to see exactly how awful, Mer- uh, you know, Ellis. like uh, everyone gets to see how awful Meredith's childhood yes. actually was. Like, and it's very embarrassing for Meredith. Yes, you know, she's like, "Get her out of here!" She's, she's, you know, she shouldn't be seeing this. She's you know? a child. She's, yeah, it's like embarrassing as um, I'll get out. You know, and and in honor of you know, like since since uh, you know, like. Since Ellis is kicking Gray out and being a, a shithead, uh, like at that point, the, the chief the chief honors the the aging process by switching from uh, from his his MRA trilby to an old guy hat. Yeah, he does a really good job of that. Got that old man flat cap kind of like uh-huh. I'm wearing an old guy hat now. <laughs> you know. Yep. See again, we're, my, our notes are going to sound really incomplete. We've got we're going to remember the other one a lot better since we just yeah, watched okay. it. Continue. Um, Keep going. Oh yeah, I I, I, I like I, my I keep observing how heavy handed that stupid kid. Mm-hmm. Like the story is, I'm mean, not stupid kid, but like the dying child letting go story. We actually is we also have not cool. explained the blushing girl, so let's explain her. Oh yeah, yeah, because I don't think I took a, took much notes on the blush. Okay, so blushing the blushing girl, girl has oh, a, don't bite she my has face. a uh, a um um a, a thing that's going on in her brain that causes her uh, to blush whenever she has a feeling about anything, whether she's happy, sad, or you know, yeah. embarrassed or whatever. And every time someone mentions And doesn't doesn't Alex make give her life hell for that? Yeah, like Alex is someone mentions um Dr. Shepherd and Oh that's right, yeah. And she I mean turns beet red and it's very obvious that she has a little thing for him. But so it's this very awkward moment and he's like and and the thing is this surgery could be potentially dangerous. And so Alex tries to explain to her that, you know, why would you go through all of this you know, just because, you know, you have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of blushing. And she said, how would it feel to you if every time you had a feeling, everybody could tell? She's like, it's written all over my face. Everybody knows when I feel something, no matter what it is, I can't hide it. And it's really, and it is really obvious and it is embarrassing and it's painful. Right. And, and, you know, he finally gets it and yeah, and, and off like, she goes into surgery. Anyway, and, all I can think, and I can think like Meredith would probably love that because then she would actually have more than one emotion other than sulk. Yes, continue. Um, so, um, I'm just trying to remember like this is around the time um, like Yang has been showing that she doesn't feel quite right. Yep. And around about this time uh, in the middle of the operating room uh, for the, uh, the, the guy getting that lung resecting, uh, Yang passes out. And, you know, like, Burke's got his hands, like, wrist deep in, in some dude's chest, so he can't do anything. And he's like, what's going on, you know? And so they send her away. And and then the, the, to match the serious, seriousness of the event, the chief switches to a fedora. And uh, Addison basically says she's leaving because her work, you know, is basically done. This child is, you know. They do the, do they do the surgery? On the yeah, she, I thought they do the surgery on the infant because she does... Yeah. I thought because she does last the night yeah. and she's stronger the next day, so yeah, Derek yeah. agrees to do the surgery. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, and then we discover Ellis has a mass. Yes. And that really drags the chief's emotional state down, so he goes back to what old guy had. Yes. Um, and oh my God, yeah. So at at this point, like again, Meredith, not a great actress, right? Not Ellen Pompeo, not a great actress, because this is like at some like we're getting like we're flying through this episode because we don't remember I don't remember crap about it, but um, like she has a tantrum 
Uh-huh. And I remember she sucks so bad at acting angry that it looks like she's about to laugh the whole time. Okay. Like she has this, she's like, when she plays angry, she's still smiling. Oh my God. It's so obnoxious. And you see when I lift my lip, it actually makes me talk like, kind of like Meredith. That's my big problem, I think, with Ellen Pompeo is she's supposed <laughs> to be this dark, sulky person, but half the time her cheeks are pulled up like the fucking Joker, uh, you know, and she's, I'm so angry. It's just freaking ridiculous. And, um, and, uh, oh yeah. And then they, they have to explain to Meredith what's going on with Yang's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. That she's got an ectopic, I, I think it's an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. It's something to do with, it's something with the fallopian tubes. I can't remember. But for some reason, Dr. Meredith Grey has to have all of this explained to her. And I get it. I get it that she's not an OBGYN. Yeah. But she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about this that is something I've not heard of. As a guy who's watched medical shows, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, and um, anyway, like, so the the uh, I got nothing here. <laughs> this dog is sniffing and being weird. And yeah. um, well, anyway, like, so anyway, Yang's Yang's basically lo- losing the losing the kid is the big the well, big deal. Yeah, I mean, there's and no she, way that does, that does she also they have to chest to lose the ovary too. She loses the fallopian tube. I don't she know loses, if she loses the ovary well, as well. I get yeah. Maybe they've got well. What are they connecting it to? If there's no fallopian tube, you get the ovaries useless to the body then, isn't it? I don't know, babe. But, maybe it still produces eggs. Maybe. Yeah, but where would the eggs go? Oh, they just fly. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, just, maybe, they, maybe they just put a straw in. They put like one of those. They attach the They take like a stir. The, you know those little coffee stirs you get in a diner or something? It they doesn't just need plug. to go down the tube. Maybe it just like goes straight into the uterus. <laughs> Oh, well, that would be, that would certainly would prevent like, ectopic pregnancy. It would literally be like um, it would literally be like uh, like ping pong. There is a ni- not ping pong. There like, is a ninety percent chance this dog is going to bite my face in the next thirty five <laughs> seconds. Oh yeah, lick my hand now. Lick my hand now after you threaten to bite my face, you worthless little turd bat. Um, so, but around this time, the chief's secret is starting to come out. Yeah. Like they're trying to keep it keep it under wraps that yes. the chief has basically got a massive head wound, Harry going massive on. Massive head wound. You know, like uh, like Burke knows now. George knows. Uh, you know, and, knows. And, and like it's it's looking bad here. Sparky even knows. And you, you think it's looking bad there? <laughs> I'm almost out of notes, and I know the episodes <laughs> got a while to go. But like the the big bad thing yeah, that happens yeah. for poor Meredith, who gives a shit, is Addison kisses Derek. Yep. And and that has more chemistry than 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 uh, any kiss you ever see Meredith give him in right. the entire 11 Check years of their relationship. Check if there's relationship. anything else that we missed. Yeah, let's see here. Meredith sits down next to Christina's bed. Ellis and George are lying together and she kisses him on the cheek. And that then Meredith sits down next to Christina's bed. Uh, Burke says the results. Uh, we went in simply expecting to remove the tumor. Instead, it was a little more complicated. There was a tear in the outer muscle of the heart. You had a broken heart, literally, but you're going to be fine. Oh, that's right. The guy had a broken heart. Yeah. Uh, then Burke uh, goes to Christina's room and stops in the hallway because remember they're still broken up. Right. And uh, and Christina's bed has the the big four are all around her bed. They watch her watching her sleep. And Burke puts his hands in his pocket and walks away. Yep. And the Incredible Hulk theme plays that that. Doo, 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 
yeah, on the piano, yep. and uh, you know the sad the sad march uh, uh, scene plays, and that is the end of Great! that episode. Now we're uh, in episode four. Not deny, deny, wow, deny. Could you take it down a notch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Episode four. Deny, deny, deny. Okay, now I got I got to go find my other notes because I I am. Uh, my, this the, this the, book the, flips upside down. Yeah, mine like, was in, in middle, some weird I started, ass situation too. I yeah, like I well, I started on one side with the Grey's Anatomy, and on the other side with uh, with the Match Made in Space yeah. notes, and then I, I accidentally screwed it, screwed it up like all the way through. Okay, so, so anyway, this gonna, one we're actually going to be more detailed. Okay, this is going to be more detailed. Deny, 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 which is the worst song. Oh God! Ever? Yeah, deny, deny, deny is officially the worst song. It's the worst song we've heard that that is that has been on the show yet. Fully the worst song. It is. It's a it's a 2001 number by oh by the way oh and this episode let me go ahead and don't like me don't let me go ahead and give the actual information. John, don't like me. Stop licking me, John. Um, I'm talking. How could I possibly be licking Stop you? Stop licking me. Unless I've got a tongue on my arm or something, which is gross. So anyway, now we moved on to Deny, Deny, Deny. This is season two, episode four. Its original air date was October 16th, 2005. It was written by Zoanne Clack, who is a name I remember seeing yeah. quite a bit in yeah. these credits. I don't know if she produces a lot or if she writes She's a lot. She's in there a lot somewhere. But her name's in there, and, and it's directed by Wendy Stansler. Oh my God, he's going to bite so, the yeah, crap I told you, you. I, like, 30 seconds so he bites me in the face. <laughs> Stupid worthless dog. Dog. Anyway, this song, Deny, 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 it's by Brooks and Dunn. It's off their 2001 album, Steers and Stripes. I'm sorry. Say it again. Their 2001 album, Steers and Stripes. I'm sorry, I have to leave. That's the worst. Yeah, right. And so anyway, Brooks and, Dunn, Brooks and Dunn, who I mainly know as, you know, from their, their I'm going to put this in quotes, their classic of the line dance era, the boot scoot and boogie, you know, that early 90s line dance fad. Um, and anyway, this song from 2001, uh, this album was also probably mega successful because good lord, contemporary country fans listen to some hot garbage. But um, this song sounds like the shittiest Jimmy Buffett outtake I've ever heard it really, in my life. It's it is so bad. It's got this like, Islandy steel guitar-y, it's like worse than oh, it's, Jimmy Buffett. well, yeah. So I'm saying it's like a shitty Jimmy Buffett outtake, and that's really hard to do because I, uh, people who know me well know that I hate few things in life as much as I do the music of Jimmy Buffett. So your hate of which, Jimmy Buffett, which, which of course is uh, means obviously my father's a parrot head, um, is essentially the same as my hate for JD Salinger's Catcher yes, in the Rye. Yes, yes. Okay. I I detest I detest Jimmy Buffett with an almost purifying angelic hatred fire um so yeah anyway it sounds like a really we didn't even listen to this whole song no. i made it through that fucking shitty share song from a, from the last episode you know i i i've sat through some shit music for this podcast but this song i couldn't even make it i couldn't make it nope. like neither I couldn't even us. make it five Allie, actually yeah you were telling me to turn it off before i, I gave it i was trying to get at least to the nope. bridge couldn't so i could actually it. say okay i've heard enough of this song nope Somewhere in that guitar solo, I said, "You know what? This long. is enough. It's this is enough of my life." Enough is enough. I'll take that. Yeah. Enough. yeah, actually, yes. Enough is enough. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and we learn actually from uh, from the, uh, the the previously on, I learned that apparently Gray was pregnant. I mean, the Yang was pregnant. Gray, yeah. Gray was not pregnant. Gray was not pregnant. Yeah, but yeah. Yang, 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 Yang at pregnant? one point was pregnant. Yeah. yeah, this is the end of the Yang is pregnant era. You guys, I'm really sad. Yeah, it's the end of an era. Yang will not be pregnant you anymore. You can send um, the shirts 
to uh, a PO box we don't have yet. You're gonna send the shirt to us. <laughs> People have to send us a shirt. Uh, weren't we gonna make? Weren't we gonna make? We the should shirt? make some shirts. Yeah. We should have some shirts made up for yeah. the pregnant. So yeah, um, and so basically, um, the, the episode kind of begins because uh, at this point, within the last twelve hours or twenty four hours or whatever, uh, Derek has been kissed by two different women, and he's he's. Basically in the elevator with Bailey bitching, <laughs> and oh, this is some sweet Such Bailey. Yes, there's some. There, there are two sweet Bailey. No, 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 no. not in the elevator. They're in. This is the first time they. No, this, no, the first time the, is they're uh, in the bar. No, they're in the bar. That's right. It begins in the bar. bar. I forgot. He sits down next because they're, they're the all because they're all like, is Christina okay? And like, yeah. she'll be fine. That's right. I forgot. They started in the bar, and, and yeah, and and Bailey's just sitting in the corner of Joe's bar. Joe yes. is now. Joe is now a semi regular, uh, like recurring character now. Yep. As opposed to you know, like this bar actually now serves a purpose as a opposed to being the scene the bar from the first episode and then like not not seen again um and you know basically you know Derek comes in sees you know Meredith with her friends and like goes and hides in the corner and oh and Izzy and and, and Alex give like kind of a flirty look at each other moment because yeah. while Alex is throwing darts um but anyway uh so so but ba- but Bailey dogging on McFucko makes me so joyous yeah. Yeah. like because he's bitching and moaning about his perfect life and she's like what makes you think I care? I don't want to hear it, you know? And she actually calls him McDreamy, which is a great moment. Yeah, she's like, get out of here, McDreamy. Yeah, like, she's, she she mocks him, you know? Pretty hard. It's pretty great, you know? But she, I, that's what I love about Bailey and Derek's relationship is that, you know, she she takes him down a peg. Yeah, like, she's Every like, time. She really wants nothing to do with his, his nonsense. Yeah. I mean, again, like, ultimately, I'm exaggerating. Like, like she doesn't hate him. No, like, she doesn't like, you know, hate but, him. But, but, like, but the thing is, she doesn't want to put up with his shit. No, and she like, doesn't care. She's like... You know, it's just like she's already got to mother these stupid ass interns. Why the hell should she mother her boss? Right. You know, like so. So anyway, we um, we we move into the character, and again, I didn't remember this episode, so I didn't know the end game of this. But like, my instantly, my hackles were raised, and I hated the missionary woman. Yeah. That we meet, like uh, I forgot. I remember Kef- this. Kef- Calperna. Calperna Vera is her name. That she, but she reminds she reminds me of if you know if you've watched if you ever watched BoJack Horseman, she reminds me of that snow leopard that's yes. sort of based on Richard Branson, who's yes. like in the third world talking about himself and how great he is. Yes. I do not. I there's if there's a kind of person I cannot stand. It's world travelers who brag about the like who humble brag about their adventures throughout mm-hmm. the world. It's just like, there's something about that that just makes my hackles raise. And it may be because you know I've I've barely done any traveling. You know I've got. The yeah, you're probably jealous. Like I've never left the Western Hemisphere. A little, little wanderlust, right? But you know, like, but at the same time, it's also like it's like, look at me, I'm so fucking great, you know. Well, she also is kind of like, oh yes, we were work with these people, and oh, uh, I, we were missionaries for years, and oh, I was born in this other. Yeah, country. it's like it's the but aw- it's done on purpose. It's like I was named at I was named by Nepalese villagers. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like ridiculous, and it's like it's just like fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, like yeah. I like I hate people like that. If you're a person like that, stop it. The people around you aren't as impressed as you think. <laughs> you know? So anyway, um ba- from this point, I don't know if you've got notes, but uh No, um, I have nothing. Yeah. What, you, what am I looking for? What, one of your notes just says Yang. <laughs> These are the patients. Oh, they're the patients. Okay, just Yang. Yeah. Yang. <laughs> so yeah. Like so, they're going through the rounds, yep. and uh and then at, like and should then, we go through all the patients and say well, they are? well, let's let's just say first of all like. At this point, the credits run, and we still have those oh. stupid fucking credits. Like I like we're they, gonna have them all through this season. Honey. Oh god, they just will not go away. They're the worst. They are the worst. So the next president is the president. The next, the next president. <laughs> the next president of the United States, Christina Yang. Da, 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 can we put him on the other side? Yes, fuck him. Okay, go on the other side. Sucks. Or get under the covers. 
Here, vamp for a minute while I murder this dog. President Yang! President Yang! Don't vamp me, I voted for Kodos. John, don't do that. Ow, jeez! Oh, man! Ow! So many pains! Oh, my God, this dog is the worst. Put a little pillow over your head for a John, minute. John, stop no, it. I'm actually just blocking him with the pillow. I'm not you hurting him. him. Not, you know what? What are you sitting on? The, my pen. Oh. My, my phone. My, 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 my humps. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Okay. See, this is the this is the shambolicness that is. is this this whole episode's a nightmare. Why so why did we prepare? Look, by the way, you're, you supposed to, you're supposed to give me scratches. Man, why did you put that on my phone? Why did you re- put that reminder on my phone? By the way, in this in this in this rush to move the dog, I've lost all my notes. God, fuck you, Sparky. You're also hitting you're the, the microphone. Explicit content because I keep telling the dog to fuck off. <laughs> so um, yeah, so uh, the next patient is uh, Christina Yang. And uh, the more important thing about all of this is basically, all right, we know we know what happened with Yang. She's trying to get up and do things. You know, like that's a whole running thing this episode. And we also meet her mother. Yeah, yeah. We've we never her met mother. her mother. Yeah, we never met her mother. This the better is... met her mother, brother. <laughs> never met. Her never met her mother. No, 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 no. Yeah. So we meet. By the way, this is one of two moments this show where this 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 episode where this show kind of critiques itself and doesn't realize or or is hypocritical as fuck um basically remember the episode where, where christina very rightfully got on izzy's case about like i don't speak chinese i'm korean uh-huh her mother's played by a chinese actor is she for sure <laughs> yeah oh yeah born in shanghai her, her name is chinese <laughs> she doesn't look korean at all she looks chinese i was like that is definitely not a korean actress yeah but maybe her father no no, this woman looks Chinese. But maybe her father was Korean. Doesn't matter. The whole point is she was raised. She's proud. She's Korean. She would have mentioned my mother's Chinese. She wouldn't have said I'm not Chinese at all. I'm saying this episode does the thing. Well, it does the thing that. T- this is a thing that happens. Is this a thing that happens? Tell me Hollywood, all. Tell no. me how hard it is. No, I'm saying this is a thing that happens in Hollywood. They don't really pay attention when like Asian actors all look alike. Is the casting thing. You know, but like if they're going to make a big deal of Christina not being Chinese and really pointing it out, having a very obviously Chinese woman play her mother yes, is like like a little on the ridiculous side. Is all I'm saying. You know, uh, uh, but I do I do love I do love that her mother is ultra overbearing. Yes, it's it's pretty great, and they actually finally explain how she's Jewish, but is like full blooded Korean. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't look at all like she, she's definitely full-blooded Korean, like, but she's Jewish. And at first I was like, is her father a Korean Jew? Yeah. But what happens is basically when Christina was very young, her mother remarried. And I guess she was raised by, in her like, I guess they converted and she was raised Jewish yeah. from a very, very young age. Like age three. Because her, cause, uh, like her, her mother's current last name is actually Rubenstein. Yeah. And she's married to a guy named Saul. Saul. Well, she was. Isn't, her, isn't, isn't he dead now? That's the. That's what I'm curious. Is she says that she's no because she says he's still a, a he's the oral surgeon, the famous oral oh. surgeon, the father that that we know about. Oh, she watched her actual father. She okay, but when she was very young, apparently because ten, yeah, she was like ten. It's just funny because I think they said like three in this no, episode. Remarried doesn't mean they weren't divorced. They could have been divorced oh. and then she still had the accident. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That makes sense. That you makes back? sense. You bet. All right. Just, just one more question. <laughs> yeah, tell me more. Tell me one more. Just one, one more. more question. One more question. Tell me one more question. Oh wait, I'm sorry. 
I'm actually Jeff Perry. <laughs> That's not how he talks. I know. I was doing a bad Columbo, but oh. like because I said, remember the previous episode that we're this part of this episode <laughs> where I mentioned that. Like, okay, third patient. Third patient is Jeremiah Tate. He's a, he was a bullfrog. <laughs> Was a good friend of mine. He's a, he has he has cystic fibrosis. Yes, yes, yeah. He was, uh, let us not joke about that too much because no. that is actually a really devastating it disease. It sure is. And he's he's twenty six years old, which 26. is a very long time for most cystic fibrosis. And people. the reason but, he's such a big deal to ba- he's Bailey's patient is that he was Bailey's patient when she was an intern, and so yeah. she's been around. Yeah, and he makes he makes fun of her because he like so she's been it's been five years by the way since mm-hmm. she was an intern. That's what mm-hmm. we established, which is yep. weird because she's still only a resident. Like after five years, is that? Is that right? She's in her final residency, isn't she? Okay, I guess. All right, you suck, dog. Get out of stay. Stay on this couch. Because uh, yeah, she becomes, I think, an attending next year. Yeah, she does soon. Yeah. She does very soon. Yeah. Well, she's definitely in her last year. Well, no, no, because she's, she's also res- good. Oh, no, she's she not, she, there's no re- chief resident yet. Right. We don't have a. She needs to run against someone else for chief resident, and right now she's the only resident. Well, so wait, maybe it's two years as an intern and then three years as a resident, right? I don't know. Do I, I, I look know. like a doctor? Do I look like I care? I don't know. Uh, so anyway, so anyway, but Jeremiah Tate, he looks like kind of like a low rent Shia LaBeouf yeah. if such a thing were possible. Well, well, but he's also like if Shia LaBeouf was crossed with Jean Ralphio. Community. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like he's apparently been in a lot of stuff. I can't remember the actor's name. He looks I, familiar. Like, no, he's been in a ton of things, like he, uh, like like recurring roles in a few things. Uh, like okay, lots wait, of guest stars. Fine. Doesn't matter. I can't. I was trying to get the guy's name. No, but anyway, we can figure it out. But anyway, yeah, he, and he's also a big deal. Like not just for for you know for Bailey personally. Although yeah, again, he was one of her first patients. He makes yep. fun of her about how inept she was. Now she did, like he knew more than she did about yeah. about his disease when he first came in. It's not surprising. Sparky. Yeah, the Sparky Sparky just walked across. I'm back. Walked across the screen of my iPad and got rid of the uh, the 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 info page I was on. Um, But so he's making um, fun of Bailey. So yeah, but but like you know he's giving her hell about things. But also he's important because he's like a really big fundraiser guy. for for sister. He does like triathlons and things. And he's like he's he's one of those guys who's just he's survived so much and he's inspirations to all sorts of people. You know he. And he's his right now. We learn his parents don't even know he's in the hospital, and like I can't remember who who was with, but like whoever was with Bailey was stunned at this fact. Meredith, yeah, it might have been Meredith. But and, uh, and 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 yeah, and uh, Bailey's like he never tells his parents until he's leaving the hospital right. that he's in. He doesn't like to worry them, right? You know, so that's his thing. And uh, then the next character we have, uh, what's his name? Lyndon? Also, oh right, and then right after this, before we get to the next. Uh, Oh no! Then we have Doctor Gray, which we already said, and then the last one is the gunshot wound guy. Yeah, that was gonna say. Like yeah. I think his name is Linden, something like Steve Linden or something. Doesn't matter. Under the Linden. Yeah, gunshot, gunshot to the head guy. Basically, he's got he's got a bullet wound in the middle of his forehead. Somehow he got shot in the head, and we, and the bullet, like you later find out, like basically almost went entirely through his head. It's yeah, like in he the says back he was. He claims he was cleaning his gun and it went off. Right. But he was reading a magazine when Alex finds him. Yeah, he's like completely blasé about it. It's like yeah. it's like that famous ER episode where the guy walks in and is trying to get someone's attention, and and everyone's like, you know, like whatever, whatever, and then he turns and he's got an arrow on the back of his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of that thing where he's like completely chill about it. You yeah. know, the gunshot wound thing, and uh, so anyway, that you know that. Right now, it's really blasé. Alex goes looking for a gunshot wound guy, and he can't find him. He's like, he's right over there reading, and he, you know, like, and uh, and then something even more important to this: 
we get sassy nurse Tyler. Nurse sassy Tyler. Nurse and Tyler. He is giving. He give, He gives George so much shit this episode. Yes, he does. Which is great. He's not good to George. He's not. You know what though? Him giving George shit is like only one step below for me watching Bailey give uh, give Meredith shit yeah. or get or Derek shit. Either of them. Like it, well, it's, sassy nurse giving anybody shit is kind I, of fun. Yeah. Right. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is. And yeah, and as I said, chief, the chief still has his brain scar, but he's given up on trying to wear hats this episode. Yes. We don't. We Thank don't goodness. see a succession he's of crazy finally chief like hats. done with it. You know? Yes, me too. And uh, so anyway, we're we uh, we see like we basically at this point, uh, Christina Yang is uh, like sneaking around, you know, trying to like you know wheeling around the place, you know, like sassy the sassy nurse like sends Christina away, like yeah. get back to your room or I'll tell your doctor, you know, who is Meredith, <laughs> you know, and um, she, while she's wheeling back to her room or while she's sneaking around, still trying to work probably. Um, because again, Christina can't take a day off. Right. She uh, encounters uh, uh, Calpernicus or whatever her name is. Cal- Calpernicus. <laughs> Camp Campo whatever her damn name is. Um, Calgon, take me away. Yeah, yeah. Calcan, the delicious pet food. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's actually delicious. I've never had it. <laughs> anyway, um, calorie counter is um, is taking a pill. Yep. And she's like, what are you doing? That's not in your chart. Because, of course, she's stolen her chart to look at. And uh, she says, it's birth control. Calm down. Yeah. You know? And it turns out. She's like a pharmaceutical PhD doctor. Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, well, at least that's what she's saying. And and she's and she's like, yeah, I, you know, like the, the meds I'm on are going to, like, reduce the efficacy for a while. So I, I wait two hours before I take my birth control. She's like, well, that's not, that, that's not listed on the, on the form. And it's like, it's no big deal, whatever. And Izzy comes in and... And they and she's like, "What are you doing, with my patient?" And they start bickering for a while, and as is, I think a fairly running theme in this show: two patients bicker until two two doctors, doctors bicker, bicker and then a until patient. a patient passes out right in front of them yeah. because they're not paying attention. Yep. Um, and so, like you know, and so anyway, there all this crazy stuff is going on. Meanwhile, in a in a throwaway scene, you basically just see Ella strut the fuck out of the hospital or out of like she's like goes to the elevator and yeah. just leaves. Now we also didn't mention earlier that um, Addison and Derek have this like moment. Uh, Derek is telling Meredith that uh, Addison's leaving and he's oh, yeah, very happy about notes. this. Yeah. He's very happy about this. And then um, Addison shows up on the scene and is like, and then Meredith leaves and isn't this cozy? And she yeah. just appears out yeah, of nowhere. Appears like out a, of nowhere. Just, like, just, like there she is, just appears. Like, it's almost like she formed out of a mist yeah. from like the vents or yeah. something. It's just like she's, she's just, just there. there. And um, it's like that scene in Scene when I, in, in Scream or whatever yeah. or Scream Two maybe when David Arquette is like killed in the middle of a field yeah. where there's no way you could actually have snuck up on him. But yeah. like, like the camera turns and the guy's just there. Yeah. So it's so like she's, she's just there. She's there, and um, she assert, she gives Derek. She tells Derek that she's planning to that she is planning to leave, but she gives him divorce papers and um, says, you know, it's up to you. It's in your hands now. If you if you want this to end, you, you know, I'll go. But um, you know, you have to sign them. If you sign them, I'll sign them. Yeah. So she gives them to him, and then it's up and, to him to sign. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, I'll sign them right now. Yeah. You know, although he doesn't. He it's a, a lot of bravado, which is smart for him not to sign them right now because they're divorce papers, and Lord knows what's on them. Yeah, you should they, definitely read them. Yeah, you should definitely read. You know, before you sign divorce papers. So, but so yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, and that's when Ellis just strut like Ellis yeah. kind of just struts by at some yeah. point near that point, yeah. and. Um, we anyway, also we, had a blue duck uh, sighting when when Yang is stealing the chart um, in the hallway. There was a blue duck, yep. and there and then we also find out that there's a blue duck in Jeremiah's room. Yeah, so blue duck has come blue twice. Duck, blue duck twice. It might be purple duck and blue duck. It was hard to tell in the 
coloring. Yeah. And then we get another, uh, like, we've already had Kate Burton, who appeared in the MMIS episode, Match Made in Space, yes. our other podcast episode uh, about Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Kate Burton plays Ellis Gray. Yes. Uh, but now we also get one more Match Made in Space, uh, you know, alumni. We get Lee Garlington, the poor man's not stockard Channing from our legendary Cobra episode. Probably, Cobra. The, probably the best episode of a podcast we ever did, sadly. Cobra. Definitely better than this one. Uh, so, but yeah, so like veteran character actress Lee Garlington is playing uh, the wife of the guy who was cleaning his gun and shot himself in the head. Supposedly. And, uh, Wow, I was trying to lead in. Yeah, because for, all these people are really worried about. Yeah, they may be watching the episode alert. in two minute increments, spoiler then listening alert. to us. It's like they like it's, so. Anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, Bailey Bailey ends up like like giving giving more shit to uh, to Derek. Derek. This time's in this the is elevator. The, this is in the elevator. Like she like he winds her. She actually stops the elevator to give her a, give him a huge piece of her mind. Which is kind of fun. And like and then he keeps trying to explain himself, and she keeps going. It's a <laughs> And yeah, shutting, him shutting him up. Now, the reason that he's mad is because uh, um, Bailey has... Um, oh, Bailey has taken a consult on the cystic fibrosis yes, patient. patient by, by Addison because she did two years of working like with some CF sort of, patients. Yeah, she had some sort of fellowship when she was younger, yeah. like working like for two years of cystic fibrosis. So she's, she's even well though she's versed. a pediatric, even though she's like a... A, a surgeon, like a na- prenatal surgeon or whatever. I did like that that um, Gray called her on it, though. Yeah. It and was a great moment that it wasn't just like, just by, you know, of course we're just going to take, a, yeah. why would this person although, know this? Although Gray calling on her was just the most petty and immature thing It was she petty and immature, like, but, it was, but I did like that they explained away. why. But you I know? did like the way they explained it because, you know, all of us were like, really? Because look at us going, uh, why is, yeah, why is, why is, why is Burke working on, you know, Remember a the time surgery? that Burke fixed that guy's car I mean, that's no what <laughs> I didn't even know they had a garage in the hospital, but it was really good at changing a tire. (laughs) For some reason, Burke was working in the physical plant that day. It was a very strange day. Uh, So anyway, we anyway we go. uh, We gunshot wound guy is going into what at first I thought was an MRI. It looked like an MRI machine. I've had an MRI and a CT, and they look different. That looked like an MRI. It was it was a CT. It it had to have been because she had a bullet in his hand. Yeah, you can't do an MRI. (laughs) You know, somebody with a bullet. I'll be back. But, um, Bad news bears. But like the the most memorable thing about that is for some reason, and like it's not even commented on, and this is a character that I've never seen before, this specific tech that's like working on that. T-shirt tech? He has, he has this shirt that's like, it's all these, like it's like mostly, it's like big, like lots of the word peace, but also some love and what like other, like other words of that, of that. He's ilk. the guru tech. But like, it's just like, it's this really loud shirt with all these like peace, love, harmony. Sixties tech. <clears throat> like it's not sixties though. It doesn't look like a hippie shirt. It like it just looks like a Hawaiian shirt with words instead of pictures. It's like the fucking weirdest thing. And like and this is an actor who I've never seen before working as a tech. They don't comment on like it's just like you can't just throw a like a low level technician. Or I mean, maybe it's a high level. I don't know what the I don't know what the hierarchy of tech is you just in a going. lab. Anyway, the, the point is that like he's an actor that has never shown up, and they put him in the most incredibly loud, incredibly obvious shirt that I think I've ever seen. And it's just like it's such a weird thing. It's like it's like that when that family of Orthodox Jews was just in the foreground of that scene in that yeah. previous episode, where it's like you're really pulling my focus on something that is completely inessential to the plot. Right. And it's just such a weird thing. I mean, because. I feel like if you wear a shirt like that into work, you need to be made fun of constantly by someone. You know, like unless like, you were given that shirt by someone. Yeah, but I'm saying, but contextually in a show, mm. like a character, sure. like an existing character needs to wear that that kind of shirt. The chief needs to wear it and be like, "My wife gave it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, leave me alone about this." Right. 
Okay, so you know, moving, along with his leather fedora. So moving on from peace, love, and you know, peace, love, and, Hawaiian and, shirt and understanding or whatever. You know, what's so funny about that? <laughs> you know, so um, and this is speaking of what's so funny, and I'm going to use this funny as the art. Like it's funny that uh, in this episode mm-hmm. they have to report the gunshot wound. Yeah, remember, remember we had this whole uh, this whole discussion about shouldn't they be reporting that guy who shot himself for like cool scars? Yeah. Like, shouldn't they be reporting that to the police? Well, in this episode, they they conveniently have to report everything to the police, unlike in previous episodes, you know. Um, and in the meantime, they figure out very soon after this that. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's obviously suspicious, and they've been suspicious about it. And yeah. Why? Like, and yeah, and you you start soon. You overhear an argument between him and his wife, where like where it's obvious he cheated on her and she shot him. Yep. You know, and like he cheated on her a while ago too. I think. Didn't you say like it's been like twenty years or something stupid? No, he's saying they've been together for twenty oh, years, you okay. idiot. Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're not young people, but they're, they're I mean, like it, se- it seems weird that like you know. Come on back, honey. Yeah, I mean, come right, on I'm, back. Back. I'm back. I'm back. You know, and and thankfully, if you've lost track at this point, like I had, uh, George provides a nice episode roundup. Oh, yeah, right it was in the so middle. much. That was, was so. Awesome. That was so obviously one of those like you have at this point in the script. We need to remind the audience what's going well, on. Well, there's five patients, which I don't think they're used to having. So yeah. he literally well, they, goes through. I all think the... they usually have four or five patients three a show. To, three but... to four patients. Yeah, but five but... patients is a lot. And then, and around this point, uh, you know, Yang has finally solved the riddle that no one else realized was a riddle of uh, Copernicus uh, Jones or whatever her, um, you know, what's her name, um, the uh, uh, the Calperna. You keep whatever. going. Susan, just, why, why do you always have to say you keep going every time I start stumbling? How about you step in and save me for I once? Was, I was trying to come up You're with lucky a good, I don't call you names. I was trying to come up with a clever name for her. Okay. That's what was going on. I was like, you just keep talking. You just said vamp, vamp. I'm trying to come up with a joke. Not you keep going. You keep going. <laughs> anyway, like, so at this point, we, we like we start realizing, and it's, so, it's coming from a mile away. And I, the reason we know to suspect this is because this is television. Yes. Because the prevalence of Munchausen syndrome in the TV population is amazing. I would say most hospitals, TV hospitals, encounter like a Munchausen's case a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so um, so basically, but and no if it's one not Munchausen, then it's Munchausen's, Munchausen's by, by proxy. proxy. You know, it's about a child. Yeah, so. ooh. Mm. but um, ah, yeah. Uh, so basically, like it, it at this point, Yang is suspicious of this, but no one believes her because she needs to lay down in bed. Her mother is giving her hell about like and doing her nails and, and trying to figure out who the father of the child was and all yep. that crap. Um, and uh, Ellis Gray keeps sneaking away, you know, and they keep and George keeps getting yelled at for losing track of her and and sassy nurse uh, man, good old nurse Tyler gives so much shit to George around this point, yep. even more even more so than earlier. It's delightful, um, and basically George goes to the chief and it's just like. You know, he's like, look, she's not a surgery patient. She's not, like, I, I, I'm not, like, this isn't what I'm trained to do. And he, and, and, the, and Chief Weber, like, angrily sighs and says, fine, you're off the case. Go find yourself a hot shot. Learn your surgery. You know, like, yeah. like you know, it's like, like, he does it in a very, like, it's a very passive aggressive shitty way because it's like, he's not like, it, it isn't like, look, you know, fine, you're off the case, but you're not doing a surgery. Right. You know, like, it isn't jerky that way, but it is like. Screw you, George, for not yeah. taking care of this situation better. Right. But, and we don't really know why the well, chief is we so. Know well, why, I don't know. But we, the, the, world, we the, the first time right. viewers, don't really right. know why. Or at least I don't think we do. I don't remember I, again, if we know why. <laughs> maybe we know, maybe we don't. I, I, I assume we didn't, but like, 
why is the chief so upset about Ellis and so overprotective about her? And then like he goes off and he finds her in like the you know in the scrub room, you know, and and she's obviously thinks. And oh, and at one point she gave a consult about the guy with the yeah, gunshot she was, wound. And, and, and she, she was, was right. very competent. Yeah. You know, she was looking at the charts and like again, her Alzheimer's wasn't affecting her medical knowledge, just her memory of who she was and where she was. Um, but um, anyway, so the chief goes and finds her in the scrubbing in the scrub room or whatever, like right outside. And she, you know, and she says basically, it's like I've got this time before my surgery. There's no one else here. And she goes over and starts to kiss him. Yep. And. He kind of stiffens up and pulls away. And if it hadn't been made clear by this point, and I can't remember if it had or not, if it hadn't been made by this clear by this point, we now definitely know that at one point in the past, Ellis and the chief were clearly having an affair. Yep. You know, and but the thing is, and and as you 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 pointed out as we were watching it, and I I agree, this is actually um, you know a. We, and this, there's going to be uh, several credits where credits are due in, in succession yeah. in my notes here. Um, and Kate Burton does a very good job of switching, like flipping like a switch. It's brilliant. And you, you see her realize that she she's like, I shouldn't be here. She has a moment of, she it's goes like, from. It's not full clarity, but no. she goes from like, inst- instead of being certain of who she is and incorrect. She has that, she's confused and bewildered and like, well, why am I? she goes from flirting and looking almost 20 years younger than she yeah, is. she ages. To, she literally ages in a heartbeat because she becomes confused and her whole, it's, I've not. Like when, when Weber pulls away, it like does something that triggers her to go, and this she realizes, isn't right. she, and, and she like, says, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. And just that. Yeah, she mo- says, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. Like she's not even sure where she's but supposed that, to be. But that way that she looks, the way that they captured that response. It's an, it's, it's an excellent piece of acting. Freaking brilliant. She's just amazing. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, uh, we cut to, you know, we cut to, um, to uh, the the operating room, uh, and Bailey and Shepard and Gray are working on uh, this, are working on this uh, this, this patient, the 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 cystic. I keep wanting to say sixty five roses, which is a cystic yes. fibrosis charity. charity. But for some reason, I want to say that instead of cystic yeah. fibrosis. Uh, this that this this cystic fibrosis patient uh, is doing badly. Yes, he's it's, not it's, doing it's, well. And right before he went. In for surgery, he t- he turns to Bailey because and yeah, says, his, his pancreas is necrotic; it's g- going real bad. And he turns to, and he says, "Maybe we should call my parents." And she says, "You'll call them when you walk out of here, because that's how it's always been." And he yeah. even makes a comment about how, "Well, if this is it, you know, life's been sweet." And she's like, "Don't don't give me any of that crap." She's like, "You're you're leaving here." She's yeah, like, "What's right. your problem?" Like Bailey is in such denial that this right. is as and bad as and it is. Right, and, and it's a, it's a, it's a fairly interesting because he's denial. beat so many different. Right. I think that's why he's I know, and, 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 so yeah, much. And, and it, it's a faith based thing that yeah. she's just uh, she's just she has to believe it's going to work. Right. It's it's interesting though because as someone who's been a doctor for at least five years yeah. now. You know, she has to know that with cystic fibrosis, it's a very rare case that anyone survives as long as this guy did. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a disease that you really beat. Right. You know, you get lucky if you survive, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, it's every day is a battle. Well, it's a spectrum, but. Yeah, but, 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 but given what's generally him, speaking, yeah. it's, it's, it's the kind of disease that if you have a severe case of it, every day is a battle. Yeah. And obviously his case is pretty bad, you know. But it's not even it's not even the lungs that take him down. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, it's all it's the, the pink, other organ it's failures. It's the pancreas because yeah. yeah, 
It's other organs. Yeah. And specifically, actually, in this case, it's not even the pancreas. I believe it's the intestines that go go because they pulled out the intestines to the uh, intestines go necrotic. Yeah. Yes. They so, have but no, they have no blood. So, but she, but she starts, she starts to to perform CPR. Even and, though he's and, a, and, a, and 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 you know, basically, Addison's like, you know, he has a DNR. You know, no heroic measures. You know, this is just good medicine. Yeah. And she's trying, and and basically, it it. it it ends up being about ten minutes where he, you know, since like since he's had any signs, you know, uh, like in like since blood has been like going through like certain areas and like you know it's like it's it's a lost cause, but she doesn't want to admit it. Like Gray steps in for her for a minute and then he, she's like, "You're not doing it right," and it he flatlines completely. And but before we get there, I just want to point out the point about the what's going on here. There's music. There's well, always music. I, 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 I was going to say. I was going to let let the say the thing, and then you then we can okay. talk about that. I I, I have to spot, spot my notes about that. I was just going to say he flatlines, and she has to. She realizes she has to now because she's the one who's in charge. She now has to call this. Well, actually, Addison says, "Well, do you, you have to call it?" Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She realizes, like, because Addison tells her, but she yeah. realizes she has to call it. This is like it's her job to call this, and she's looking at it's flatlining, and. Before we even get into what you're going to say, I'm just going to say this is where my credit where credit due thing is is Chandra. I think this is not hard for me to say because I, you know, I'm 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 in I'm in I'm in the pocket of Deep Bailey of Big Bailey, you know, yeah, we <laughs> you all know, are. you know, like. Uh, but Chandra Wilson does or Ch- Chandra, whatever it is, Wilson does uh, some a very good piece of acting here. Her like when she breaks, she breaks hard. Yeah, and she breaks in a very believable way. Yep, you know, like. She's the the confident person who's been in denial this whole time breaking. So, like, the floodgates are open. Yeah. So, um, the moment that is, I think, some pretty exceptional editing is... The thing about this show is it's very... I mean, it's pretty obvious based on the fact that they name all of their titles with music. Mm-hmm. Music plays a very important role in this show. And yeah. all of the fans... Although, you know, usually all, it's some shitty... But it doesn't matter. It still song. makes... It still... It's, I mean, people, like download the soundtracks like it's a big deal a lot of these songs got famous because of this show no, that's what i call music okay <laughs> the point is that music plays a very important role there's lots of music in the show and um they always have music on in the surgeries like over time and it's so much becomes background noise not background noise but like it's there and you can hear it and sometimes that's up higher if they really want you to pay attention mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just sort of in the background right. underneath this felt more in the background underneath the, the, the right. dialogue is going over it but you all of a sudden you're hearing the music but you're not noticing the music until the point that the music stops and the moment the music stops the only thing you hear is the, the sound of the, the monitor flatlining and it's actually done in a gorgeous moment I can't even describe it so it, well. It's, it's well done. I again, I, I I will I will play the the small devil's advocate and say it's well done. I won't I won't go full devil's advocate and say it sucks because it doesn't. It's a it's a very well done moment. Oh, it's a done. very moving moment. Let's, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just had to take you down a notch here. Come on, this is still Grey's Anatomy. It's still not a great show. Hey, I got to play the part. But it is it's excellently done. It is excellently done. And the next thing you hear is the next person who speaks is actually Bailey. Yeah. Well, she has to call it. Well, but but it's, yeah, I mean, but you hear the, it's just, it's a moment. And it's just this really, it's just, it's done so well. And you don't hear the music again. It's done. And and there is actually, like, in the way it's, like, there is this, there is a really good pause where they show the clock. And the clock actually clicks past to another time before she even calls it. Yeah. You know, so, like, she's looking at it long enough that she doesn't call time. It lets you know that she's not calling it 
she's still having trouble calling it yes. because you see you see the time click to another minute before yeah. she even like a different time than like the actual time he flatlined. Yep. You know, like while she's just sitting there and everyone's like, uh, it's very interesting. It's a really you know, good it's, it's it's a very well done yeah. moment. It's it, it's very competently made television, and I, I they again did a good job on that credit one. where credits due. And and Chandra Wilson does a spectacular job performing there. And, then, and yeah. she's yeah, and she's obviously devastated by this whole thing. And um, and continuing the credit where credits due. Yes. Then we cut to Izzy goes to tell, and this is another floodgates opening. Yeah. You know, there Izzy goes to tell the. Um, What's it's fuck? Uh, tell Yang goes to tell Yang. What's it fuck? Goes to tell Yang that she's not pregnant. Any, no, <laughs> goes to tell Yang she was right. Right. Oh yeah. And, and Yang does not respond the way as he expects. You know, she expects kind of a smug. You know, probably expects kind of a smug. I knew it. Or and I and told you so. And all the way so. through the entire episode, they've been Yang talking about been, it. She's you know cold as ice. She's got ice in her veins. She hasn't been, responded at all. To this, yeah, this, to the fact that to the fact that she lost this pregnancy and that she like that admittedly she didn't want, but still. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's still a loss. Right, and by the way, Burke. That was Burke. That's right. Burke had not any idea until until the surgery thing that yep. she was pregnant. And, so. But she's she says I was right I was right and then she starts laughing and crying and say like laugh crying and saying I was right I was right and then it turns into just straight up crying and she's crying hysterically about being right and I will give credit where credits due because I have talked about how bad her acting is but Catherine Heigl gives a very good comedic take when it starts yeah like she does like a little huh like, she's <laughs> like, like she out. does a bit, like she does this great wide eye like half smile confusion like eye dart that's actually a very funny response yeah. You know, and then so she's basically losing her. She's losing her mind, and then we we finally get to earlier in the episode. Karev had been told by uh, by Bailey that the chief wanted to talk to him, and she's like, "I have no idea why. Do I care? Just go talk to him." Yeah. You know, and the chief finally has time to say, take him aside, and Karev learns he has failed the sk- one of the skills aptitude tests that he had taken like several months before. The result he took it he took it late. Yeah. You know, I guess it's the equivalent of maybe like taking your SAT like the last month you're in high school, right? You know, or something. So he was, or and he'd already been accepted to his school, or what? Like he'd already been accepted to Seattle. He'd already been awarded his doctorate, right? You know, but it came back he was missing some basic surgical skills. Like he failed it, so he has four months to retake to it. retake it. And at that point, you know, the chief says, you know, like you know, it's okay. You know, this happens. This is a, it's a setback. It's not going to be the end of your career. You know, but. If he fails it again, it is going to kind of be the end of his career because right. he will not—he will no longer have a job at Seattle Grace. Right. You know. So uh, bye bye, Karev, because we'll never see you again, right? <laughs> well, wait, no. <laughs> He's the one character other than Meredith who is a barnacle on this show. Actually, Meredith's the barnacle. He's—he's he's okay, but um, so Karev has to go take that, and that's kind of and so now Karev is. Uh, uh, we also forgot to mention that Karev actually ends up. Izzy, asking out. Asking Izzy. Izzy out because Izzy clearly wants it, and he's like, "Do you want me to ask you out?" You know, and she's like, no, no. He's like, will you go out with me? And like, so they're all excited. But now Karev's got this horrible distraction to go on. And like, just to wrap up their story, uh, they meet at Joe's and he's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Because he's obviously freaked out. And uh, if there's one thing this this show will teach you about Alex Karev is while he is a decent person at heart, he has no earthly idea how to deal with anything no. emotional in his life. Yes. So, and he immediately goes back into dick mode. Yep. And so he's being this incredible douchebag to her. Um, and at least he shows up for the date. Yeah, he does show up for the date, but he's like, yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah, let's get this over with, kind of, almost. So. And uh, so going back, though. Basically, Meredith shows up to Christina's room, and George and Izzy are there, freaking out. 
Like, obviously, this happens before the date, but I, I just want to finish that. George, they're, like, they're in there trying to calm her down. And her mother is like, whoa, you know, in the corner, you know. And Yang is just freaking out. She doesn't want to be touched. Like, Meredith goes in to hug her, and she freaks out. And she's like, no, no, we tried that. We tried that. Don't do that, you know. <laughs> and, like, there's this whole thing where she's just absolutely losing her mind. And, and she's, she's like, she's like, like basically, make like, it make it stop. Make it stop. Like, make it stop. And, you know, and, and they're trying to calm her down. And um, at one point, her mother basically says something. Um, and Meredith uh, rushes her out of the room with the worst line read I think I've ever heard Meredith give. Yeah. And that's saying something. It's like this, we don't deal well with mothers here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, it's just, it's it's one of my problems, again, I have with Meredith. We're, we're supposed to believe she's got this dark, horrible problem. We even get shown how horrible her relationship with her mother is. And I still don't believe that line read. Yeah. Like, it still sounds like you're lying mm-hmm. and that you that you get along fine with your mother. Yes. It's 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 very frustrating. Okay, continuing. Don't push me along. I'm you, sorry. People watch this show for me to complain about Meredith Grey. They don't watch this show for you to rush me away from my my sweet sweet oh, hatred. Geez. You go you go on your hatred. No, I'm done. I'm done now. Uh, but Yang like basically ends up yelling like sedate me. Why don't you sedate really me? Which is actually a pretty funny moment. And like at, you know, and like they're like holding out like a tissue to her. It's yeah. it's pretty good. And then basically. Um, you know, Meredith meets up with Derek at the bar. Yeah. Well, let's let's close up Christina. They calm oh, her down. Okay. They calm her down. They calm her completely let's down. Let's all close up Christina. I think they they sedate her basically. They don't actually. Sedate well, they don't her. sedate her, but she calms she down does enough. Calm down. Like whatever. Her mother's back in the room. And, you know, uh, and and a, a handsome young man dressed like Shaft. <laughs> Like, like Burke has Literally. like the, the the awesome turtleneck. He's not like a actually, it's a it's a great looking outfit. It's a kind of outfit I can't wear, I but I wish I I wish I could wear it. But like he's got like this mustard turtleneck and like a like a like a cream colored suit jacket. Yeah, and he's amazing. coming in like it, it. You know, he comes in. And he's just like you know checking on her, and you know like she's freaking out and freaking um, out, and everyone's like. You know, like her mother said, it's her just her mother's in there. And her mother's she like, says, you can't. She she doesn't want to be touched. She doesn't want to be touched. But and he takes off his jacket and climbs, and ba- into, bed climbs into bed with her and hugs her and like puts his leg over her leg and like he's holding her tight and her and her mother just looks like, well, oh, we now know, we know who, who the, the father, father is. is, you know, and she's like, she's none too pleased. Um, she is actually fine. She was flirting with him earlier. Yeah, but she there's a difference between flirting with him in the existence and and then finding out your daughter is dating her boss. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think she was she did not look happy. Um, and then so then we get to Meredith like leaving, going, meeting, meeting up with Mick, Mick something or other, you know. And oh, and and, and oh, and I forgot Mer- Addison right after that surgery basically came oh, yeah. and said, "Look, if he doesn't want me around, I'm I'm out of here. But as long as there's a like the tiniest shred that he still loves me." You know, I'm not leaving Seattle. I'm not leaving Seattle. And then the best part about that is that Meredith is throwing shade and she's literally half in the shade. Like yeah. the way that the lighting is. Oh my is, God, yeah. Like she's, she's like half shadowed. Yeah, she it's looks just, like a Frank Miller comic. It's, it's like a, it's like a scene moment. out of Sin City. It's like she's in shirt. It's like this total Sharotskiro like lighting. so dumb. And again, this is a room that people clean up for surgery in. There is no way it's this dark. Yeah, they're in the scrub room. It was just yeah. dumb. It was just like, okay, that was not yeah. unnecessary. And so she, oh, shade and, for shade. Yeah, and, and of course, there, there was actually a pretty great scene where Kate earlier where Kate Walsh, like, because there was this whole argument where like you know like you know like you're like we're with Derek where Derek's like we're done here you're not you're not like 
I thought you were the love of my life. You know, you're not, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, have you ever considered maybe I am the love of your life? Yeah. Anyway. Because he calls even her after, like Satan. And yeah, even like, if I am Satan, even if I'm a cheating whore or whatever yeah. you called her. She, he didn't call her a whore. He called her something gross, though. He, he was pretty offensive, like, like what he was calling her. But even if I'm all these things... Like he might have said slut. He said something offensive. I don't think it was that bad. I, I thought it was. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering. I thought he said something pretty nasty. But she's like, even if I'm all of these things, what if I'm still the love of your life? Which is mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty baller like, thing to say. Yeah, actually, it is a pretty baller thing to say. I I, I really like Kate Walsh, and I wish pr- that private practice pr- uh, pilot I saw was better because I might actually like that show better. If it, you know, like. Yeah. But anyway, um, so they're at the bar now. Kate Walsh is gone. Um, and Derek is meeting with her, and he's like, "Yay, it's all gonna be, it's all gonna be good, you know, blah blah blah." And Derek drops his, his paperwork, his bag, and the paperwork falls out. And Meredith goes to help him pick it up, and he see, she sees that the the little the she sees the little flags, like the sign here flags, are still there. And he hasn't signed the divorce yet. Okay. So and Derek, that's how we sort of end. The- and it ends with her, and it, it ends with. Uh, with one of the worst lines, I just want to kick this line in the teeth because first of all, I denial is not not just a river in Egypt, or denial isn't a river in Egypt, or whatever. Or whatever. That is a joke that I know dates at least fifty years back because yeah. as a kid, I had a joke book that like my mother owned yeah. that had that line in there. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's like denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. It's a freaking ocean. And fuck you, show. Just fuck you for that line. That is the worst. And then and then she says something about. And you're gonna drown in it or something like it's it's but it's 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 another classic Ellen Pompeo. Why would I want to use inflection while I read a line? Oh God! So that's Look, that's it's the, fine for me if you want to get mad at, El, at 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 Meredith Gray, but like, can you just take it down a notch when you're getting mad at the actress? It's just but it's, she's the one doing the bad line read. Look. I, all right, look, I know you're an actress. I know it's a hard career, and I know that, but she's not doing a good job of it. You could be doing a better job of it. She's stealing work that you could be having. Oh, stop it. Okay. So anyway, this was a double episode <laughs> of Our yeah. Grace Night. And much like, a 70, much like a 70s double album, it was overlong, bloated. There were some high points, but kind of, you know, yeah. it could have been a single. Pretty much but, uh, a single. Yeah, it, it was... So yeah, that was uh, that was our impromptu thing. I guess uh, you know what's funny. I think it's been like three or four episodes since we've actually remembered to promote. Oh yeah, let's promote. So we're actually <coughs> we're actually back. We're back. We're back. We're we're we're, we're hoping to stay on the long haul. Um, it is. Uh, you know, you can find us on the web. You found you probably found us already on the web since you've heard this. Um, but uh, you can subscribe. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can just search Hard Grace Night and and God forbid, please rate and review if you find please. us. You know, we need, it, like we need it. <laughs> we need, we need, we need people. We're slightly desperate right now. We have nine people who liked our Facebook page. Our Facebook page. That's yeah. it, guys. Nine. I, I don't even pay attention come, to our Facebook. Come to like be, our Facebook. To be, page. to be fair, I don't pay attention to our Facebook page. But I don't. But I, we do post the episodes there. We do post. Yeah, we do post. If you, if you're a Facebook person, that's right. Yeah, and, and we do post them on Twitter as well. Right. Yeah. It's like again, this is you know. This 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 podcast is a labor of love, and it, but it would be a heck of a lot more uh, lovable to do if we definitely like had, knew we had people listening. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. I know we have a few people, and we'll still do it yep. regardless uh, because I can't escape this nightmare. No, you cannot. Um, but yeah. Anyway, you can also find us at at um, at hardgrazenight.com I almost said I know you did I I know you did at hardgrazenight.com which will of course redirect to John Walter which we have to fix that we just keep forgetting yeah again but but anyway like that's it's easier to remember hardgrazenight than remember my name um, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, H- at Hard Gray's Night. I almost said HGN podcast, which is not. That's like a home and garden network <laughs> podcast, probably. At Hard Gray's Night, um, 
you, I don't know if there's any other things. You can follow our personal Twitters. I'm yeah. at, I'm at Hitler Puncher. You are at Allie, A-L-I underscore Goodman. Yep. And, uh, I don't know if there's anything else really to say. Um, I guess if you uh, like both of our podcasts, uh, we will soon be coming back with Match Made in Space. That should be coming later in the week. Um, should I pimp my my one performance of my? One I guess show? if you're in if you're in the Chicago area and you want to see Allie do a one woman show, um, it's uh, it's she's an understudy, but she's uh, she's got a scheduled performance of it on October second. Yep. The show is entitled I Do Today, and I don't have any of the other details. It's at the Greenhouse Theater on Lincoln Avenue. If you're, if you're curious, you, if you are curious, find me on Facebook. Um, you can find me under my name, Ali A-L-I Goodman. Um, or you can also tweet me at, on Twitter. I will be more than happy to give you even more details. But yes, it'll be the Sunday performance at 2 p.m., at the Greenhouse Theater on Lincoln Avenue in Chicago, and I'll be in the audience. Uh, and you'll you can so you can you can also see me. Um, he may actually be wearing his Goy Toy T-shirt. I may. I've been trying to talk into it. Um, and you you can even meet Allie's parents, and you can see how unlike Christina, Allie looks exactly like her mother. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, but um, so uh, so yeah, um, that's it. Um, I guess. Uh, also, I may or may not be doing uh, another podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we're, we're, it's still in the early stages. Oh, it'll be about it'll yeah. be it'll be about uh, about cartoons. Oh. Um, and and Allie and I may or may not be doing another car, uh, another podcast about GI Joe. She doesn't know yet. Oh, apparently I've just been. Drafted <laughs> uh, no, you were drafted on Facebook a while ago. Oh, Franz Ferdinand too. Uh, he, 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 like, you're going to be reading old Larry Hama GI Joe comics oh, and talking okay. about them with me. <laughs> Wait. That's not going to happen. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the monster that she is. I wouldn't make her do that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Even though those GI Joe comics are way better than Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but they are. <laughs> there's well, a there's a whole silent episode called Silent Interlude. It's amazing. Well, uh, I, <coughs> there's never been a silent Grey's Anatomy. I'll tell you y'all. What. This has been super fun. It's been super long. We only super we only fun. had to pause it once for a fight. It's been pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I yeah, guess uh, we need to wrap it up. This is. This is a hard graze night signing off. Kiss off. Bye.